You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hey, everyone. It's Eli Farhood. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I worked in finance for the last 20 years. I was involved in wealth management and investments. I was a trader, a portfolio manager, and used to run, you know, help my clients reach their financial goals. However, in 2015, I had my identity theft incident that literally changed my life. And that's how I became involved more than ever in cybersecurity. Now, enough about me. I want to thank you for joining our show. I have my co-host, Andre Liskov, who is a data scientist and worked at large institutions like Apple and Coinbase. And we're both starting our podcast show. So again, we want to welcome you to our first episode of Defending Digital Frontiers. Yes, that's literally our goal. And that's our aim from starting this podcast. We want to protect our country from cyber attacks and discuss everything related to cybersecurity, AI, fintech, and identity security. On top of that, we are also planning to discuss recent events, news related to cybersecurity, like data breaches, hacks, and financial fraud. We also want to help educate our listeners on how to protect themselves from cyber attacks, like keeping their identities safe and secure in this new world we're living in. I mean, come on, post-COVID, the world has gone through a swift shift and adopted virtual means for literally everything. Today, we spend less time at the office, less time at the bank branch, less time commuting, and the list goes on. Virtual has become a norm for every one of us. And this means we need to do a lot more now to stay safe and secure ourselves in this new digital transformation. So the goal of our podcast, again, is to connect with everyone interested to help on achieving our goal and our purpose. I think I spoke so much, so I want to chime in, Andre. So please, Andre, jump in and introduce yourself to the audience. Thanks, Eli, for the introduction. So. As Eli mentioned, my background has really been in the big tech space. I started my career at Apple, where I worked as a data scientist helping with the Apple TV Plus launch and then search and personalization on the App Store, then spent some time at Coinbase and was AI-pilled in December of 2022 when I got access to ChatGPT and wrote a book in a day called The AI Sages, which became a bestseller. It became clear that the technology that was being developed is going to have massive ramifications for all kinds of industries. And the company I'm working on now is focused on phishing and pen testing with AI. And our whole goal is to help companies and organizations become better at defending against these new threat factors. As we're going to see in the in the coming years, and especially with the 2024 election, we're going to have the cyber warfare landscape become increasingly more and more hostile and the means with which individuals or threat actors will be able to 
do a lot of damage will will increase. So we really want to build a company that is helping to avert these scenarios in a way. It's an AI powered blue team that can also work as a red team. And so excited to go on this journey. I'm hoping that listeners to the show will be able to get a glimpse of what is happening, not just in the cybersecurity landscape, but also how it intersects with AI. And I do think that we're entering both an exciting period for human civilization, but also quite a daunting one, particularly as as I mentioned, the the ability for bad actors to leverage these new advances for their own uses, I think will will be something we'll want to explore on the show. The general format that we'll see the show in is both Eli and I will be the co-hosts interviewing various guests, occasionally opining on relevant topics for the industry. And hopefully that allows you, the listener, to get a better understanding of, of what's happening in the space, bring that knowledge either to your own personal life or your organization so that you can continue to level up and increase your knowledge in this very important space that is increasingly going to change how we interact with our with our digital worlds. And so, yeah, I guess on this first episode, Eli, maybe we can we can talk a little bit more about what we are hoping to see out of the podcast and also what what we're seeing in the space maybe we can we can start with that yeah yeah absolutely andre so honestly like the way i see the world now it's it's going through a slow but sure transformation you know ai is is here to stay and you know we've we've seen this uh, even 5 10 years ago it's just that people now are starting to get accustomed to the jargon of AI and like machine learning and all those stuff. And now that people have tested chat GBT and they're like, wow, this thing can do so much in so little time. People are having that impact, you know, like, oh, am I going to lose my job? Oh, is that technology going to be used to hack my device or hack my identity? And that's actually essentially what you know, we're trying to achieve here. I mean, especially at our company at Catch, we're trying to protect people's identities from that threat that is growing and growing every every day and every week and every month. The problem that I personally see growing is that hackers and fraudsters now have access to the latest technologies from AI to machine learning. Even they're using high-end hardware to achieve their goal. And this is very frustrating if you if you look backward like 20 30 years that wasn't the case but now kind of like the one who wants to protect us is using the latest technologies and the one who wants to harm us is also using the latest technologies and how can you fare between those two wars like we were fighting a war with these scammers all over the place uh, every other week we have a data breach again like that that's the core of what we do at our company for example at catch we're trying to link your identity to your biological hand instead of it being linked to a device. And that's the advantage here, because if if your identity is linked to a device, for example, and your device is compromised, uh, it's probably game over. That hacker has access to all your information on that device and can pretty much run the show. And AI is the biggest contributor. I mean, we're going to, of course, you know, go over these uh, discussions and, and news events uh, in, the, in the next episodes. But yeah, I, th- I think we're 
a new digital transformation where the first one probably was the internet, right? 20 years ago. And today we're in this new digital transformation where AI is going to literally change the landscape on so many fronts, like employment. You're probably going to change your job in the next five, 10 years. Uh, you're probably going to do something else. Uh, used to today, you're not going to do it anymore. And so with that taking place, industries will be reshaped. People will change their perspective on pretty much everything. And new markets will develop and some other markets will cease to exist. And so I think it's very important to start thinking seriously on how we can protect ourselves through that digital transformation and stay secure as much as we can. Because it's literally like a war zone here and whoever is faster going to make it and whoever is a lagger is going to honestly like stay behind, unfortunately. Well, that's exactly right. And I think one of the other areas that is worth mentioning is in the nation state actor level where we now have the ability for some small country, let's say North Korea, that now has access to certain tools that perhaps in the past would only be accessible to the top five superpowers in the world who would, you know, normally use it in a, in a slightly more responsible way than, than say, uh, a North Korea. And so I think certainly that's one of the things that I am spending some time thinking about what the implications are going to be for our national security as these tools get rolled out to various actors. I myself, when I was 12 or 13, I was involved in some digital black markets around video games, but you know, I was kind of like a script kitty and running certain bots and other things. And the tooling back in 08, 09 was not nearly as robust as, as what we're seeing today. And so I do wonder, you know, particularly the future of, of cyber warfare as we see, you know, 12, 13, 14 year olds like myself growing up in an age where they can now understand operating systems at a, at a much more granular level because they have access to this thing called ChatGPT and and with it potentially write exploits that can be incredibly exactly. destabilizing. Yeah. And so so yeah, I think that I am long term optimistic about the the state of security and, and just technology in the world. But certainly short term I, I do expect we're gonna see some tribulations, there's going to be some rocky roads ahead. But I think with with more awareness and more understanding of, of security will only come more, you know, better protections. And we're already seeing the narrative around cyber becoming more pivotal to companies and organizations. Uh, for example, I'm reminded of the last pass hack that happened in, in December of 2022, where, you know, this is the place that's supposed to be the most secure rights you know keeping up the passwords of, of everything and and for them to to get hacked i imagine they will not be seeing the maus that they saw in in previous months and so i think this is an excellent time for folks to be building in this space and you know a lot of great insights to be extracted i can't agree more on that i think you know the days of passwords and usernames something we call static information, you know, for identification. I, I think this should be, you know, a day of the past. Uh, we should not be using passwords anymore. I know for a fact that, 
you know, credential management is very painful for a lot of enterprise, especially large ones. And honestly, like even on a personal level, I think that managing credential is is so painful. <laughs> like it happened to me a few weeks ago. Something happened to my keychain. It ceased uh, working, and I contacted Apple, and you know, they tried to help, and blah blah blah. At the end of the day, oh, you got to set up everything again. And think of that, like none of the passwords that were on my keychain, I really remember. Most of them were automatically created by the keychain, you know, when they have, they give you that option to create a very strong password. And you have to literally go on every account and reset up all your passwords. I can tell you, it took me close to 48 hours to get this done and have my keychain running again. If you're not using technology, you're just using like a, a pencil and a notebook and you're writing your passwords there. That's mm-hmm. even worse. You know, it's kind of, kind of like you have like two problems and you, should I should I wear this dirty shirt or this dirtiest shirt? Like you're so confused which one is better. Yeah, I think I think we, we have to come up with new innovation on that front. And we should not be using static information as a mean of identification anymore. You know, what worries me though, is that, our government is still lagging on that front. Unfortunately, we've been having some discussions with uh, some some of the uh, uh, officials at the federal agencies. Uh, we're starting actually to to see some kind of like turnaround. They're starting to realize that okay, we need to do something about that, right? Uh, you mentioned North Korea, right? But I'm not sure it's only North Korea. There's like <laughs> five other countries, <laughs> rogue countries, I would say, that is trying to get us you know they're trying to hack us hack our infrastructure our our systems uh our actually supply chain they're trying to affect us in so many ways and intervene and kind of like disrupt our economic growth uh, through those attacks and we should not take that lightly at all i think i think we have to be very serious and you know what worries me personally i have not felt that seriousness yet on the top level, as I was anticipating. And even in the cybersecurity space, I, I've been involved for the last uh, seven years, even professional in that space, they still like tell me, yeah, I think, you know, what we have is good enough and people don't need more security than this. <laughs> and then I'm like, always like, really, are you serious? Good enough? Uh, is is good enough? Good enough in the new AI world, right? In those new cyber attacks, in those threats from sovereign countries, sovereign powers. Yeah, I just don't buy that, honestly. Well, just in the past week, I had two different financial services ask me if I want to set up Voice as my ID. And I instantly thought, like, Voice as my ID. I mean, I feel like that technology is already defunct. I don't know if you have an opinion on that, but it, it seems <laughs> like, you know, you, you clone someone's voice and now you have their ID. <laughs> I know. I actually never use those services. I would never use voice recognition. I mean, because like you, you see AI replicating everything you want. They can generate whatever you want with AI. So how can I trust that someone might not call me or might call me on my phone, record my voice and synthesize my voice using AI and just call my bank? Like it's so easy today to do those hacks and we need to be very careful. I think, like I said, the good enough story is not good enough anymore. And we have to defend our digital frontiers. Like, I love the name, actually, from our, our, our podcast. I really love this name because it really recipro- reciprocate with what I aim and my purpose is. It really resonates with how I truly believe 
the threats that we're going to face are going to be very challenging and good enough will not solve the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that more organizations are waking up to this fact and it's just a matter of of time, honestly, as these exploits and, and articles come out about all this, all these threats, I think there's a certain level of fear that, that sets in that allows you to sell into the organization. And you know, that, that's one of the things that I, I think a lot about as a cybersecurity founder is, is the process of selling into these organizations and how to change behaviors, not, not just from bottom up, but top down as well. Since a lot of these companies are motivated by other things, of course, like their bonuses or, you know, increasing revenue. And so, you know, really something, you know, would love to explore throughout these series is, is how to make cybersecurity more of a first-class citizen rather than a cost center that people just do to kind of check a box and say, all right, we're in compliance with whatever the standard is, ITAR or anything else. Yep. Yep. I can't agree more. It's becoming like a checklist and let's just get this, you know, let's just put the whipped cream on top and let's just put the cherry on top and okay, we'll be fine. Now we're compliant. We have all the certifications, but the core technology or the product itself is not strong enough to really deliver on the promise. And it's all about just getting those flashy, you know, decor, like <laughs> I'd say, you know, I've been to so, so many cybersecurity events recently, and there's like a consensus. Okay, all these certifications and standards are beautiful and everything, but they're not really useful. They're not really uh, fulfilling the mission of that product, of that security level that you're you're looking for. And, you know, there's a proof. I mean, you don't want to take my word for it. Look at what's going on around. In the last four years, fraud and identity theft tripled, fraud doubled in the last four years. Okay, if what we're doing is enough, why we're getting worse? And this is just one aspect. Look at what's happening when you come to secure your organization, like using premiums, insurance on fraud. These premiums are exploding and they're actually becoming unaffordable in every mean and they're not even you know covering the loss when the loss takes place i know i know for a fact that in the last 3 years on average the financial industry alone has lost 55 billion dollars every year you know yeah. let me give you more numbers in 2020 when the government was printing trillions of dollars for covid right we've lost close to 700 billion dollars in fraud claims. And this is insane. Like, think about this. Today, the government is trying to go after businesses and preaching them on being so lean. But look what happened. We printed trillions of dollars. We've lost a trillion almost, right? Because there's like 700 billion that were lost for fraud, but there's another 300 billion. We don't know how they were lost, but there's close to 1 trillion. That was one of the latest articles I've read about this theft that took place. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that we are so much vulnerable to cyber attacks and we're not doing enough for it. We're just saying, okay, let's let's see what we can do in the future. No, I, I think the time is just ripe to start acting now and taking things more serious. And I feel blessed that I'm in this space because I've had a very rough experience. I'm going to 
talk more about recent experiences I've had with fraud. I'm not sure if I'm targeted, <laughs> Andre. I, I feel like I'm I'm targeted. To, honestly, I had a very bad incident, but I'm going to talk about it in our next episode. Oh, please, yeah. I will, I will, because it's it's really crazy. It's it's getting out of hand. It's such a very bad thing that happened to me that I would love to share with our listeners uh, in our next episode. Yep, sounds great. I'm sorry that that happened to you. It's uh, one of the many great things about working in the space is we end up on some interesting lists. <laughs> so let's see how our listeners can contribute as well. If we can uh, maybe create some kind of like a thread where they can comment on the show, provide us, you know, maybe uh, thoughtful insights, uh, what's their views, how can they help us, you know, achieve our goal. We are actually really trying to connect with everyone who has, you know, the same purpose that we have. And our purpose, again, is to find ways to defend our digital frontiers. It's not just a name, but we really mean it. Andre and I worked in cybersecurity for the last uh, 10 years, and we're in the space. We know very well what's going on. And we've started businesses to solve real-world problems. It's something that we have taken both seriously. And actually, I'm, I'm very... Um, like I'm very happy that I joined Andre on this podcast and we're co-hosting this. Soon, we want to tell our listeners that we're going to feature uh, uh, very interesting people in this space. Uh, we're going to also get their uh, perspective on a lot of uh, news events. And uh, um, we're going to discuss uh, cybersecurity-related um, uh, issues with them to also you know, uh, discuss and find solutions uh, and help our listeners uh, be more aware, more vigilant, and uh, more secure. Uh, it's 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 really kind of like educational at the same time, but also we're trying to provide as much input, not just education, because we know education at the end of the day will not do the job uh, on uh, by itself. It, you, you need all 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 cylinders running to to have this resolved and and get somewhere. Yep, absolutely, could not agree more, and certainly. Finding both of us on LinkedIn and connecting there is also a great option. Uh, I always respond to any DMs that come in. So that's another great way to connect. Right. Absolutely. I think we can um, place those uh, LinkedIn URL maybe at the bottom of the podcast. Or I'll, I'll check how we can do that. Honestly, I'm not throwing this. But yeah, uh, we would love to connect with our audience and uh, they can you know reach out if they have any question. Um this is the first episode. We just wanted to, you know, uh, tell you about our show, introduce ourselves. Uh, we hope you can join us uh, every time we 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 make those uh, podcasts, and uh, we want to learn from you as well. You know, if you had any bad experience, if if you want to be featured on our show, uh, please let us know. We're trying to get the value from everywhere. Uh, we're not trying to uh, limiting limit limit ourselves in any way. Um, so if you guys want to learn more about us, um, so you can reach out by connecting on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to try to, so yeah, I think we should do like a URL. Um, we can paste our URL somewhere on the podcast. Let's see how we can do that. Uh, Andre, um, you can also visit our website. Um, so my, uh, my website is catchid.com. That's K-A-T-S-H-I-D.com. Instead of telling you about it, please visit our site. You'll learn more about what we do at Catch and how we're trying to change the world. Please, Andre, come in. Yeah, and you can find us at 
gnos.ai so that's nos ai and as i mentioned earlier we are focused on pen testing and phishing social engineering to help organizations protect from that threat factor so certainly connect and looking forward to continuing the series with you i think this is going to be a really awesome adventure into all things cybersecurity. So thanks for joining me. I just would like to say that Andre is kind of like helping businesses be protected on their infrastructure. And we're helping at catch uh, consumers and businesses be protected on an identity level. So we kind of like complement each other in that sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we actually, you know, thought about it on uh, starting our own venture together because we're kind of like able to fulfill a bigger mission when we're merging our services or perhaps working together on this. So yeah, I want to thank our audience, people who have listened to our first episode. We really look forward to connect with you. Please reach out if you have any question. Would love to help. That's our goal actually from this podcast to connect with as many people that align with our mission and our purpose. Well, besides that, I'm done for for this episode, uh, Andre, and I look forward to our next one. I'll leave it up to you to end it. Yeah, thanks everyone for joining and, and thank you, Eli, for helping co-host this. I am looking forward to many more episodes to come. All right, great. And and thanks again for our listeners uh, and we'll see you